Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Very important topic in our world today. The way we live and impact that our world is having, especially upon our children. We live in a world our children are impacted every day by uh, messages which are confusing, upsetting, disturbing, causing kids to have uh, anxiety and depression, causing kids to consider the issue of suicide. We live in a world that is putting on our kids a pressure, a demand that's overwhelming, mixed messages that they cannot understand and sort out. So how are we going to handle this? What's the issue? What's going on in our world today? Well, recently, I look at this issue from the point of view of our children and the world in which they live. I counted approximately 40 issues that are going on in our society today that create stress for our kids, confusion, overwhelming feelings and ideas and mixed messages of all kinds, double messages we call them. How do kids sort this out? The day and age which they're living is beyond their ability to cope. You know, we generally have said, and we've heard this over and over again over this last year, it's the COVID, COVID issue of the pandemic that's causing these kids to have school failure, causing these kids to have depression, causing these kids to have anxiety, causing these kids to increase in suicide. We have, we have blamed it on the COVID. You know what? I think COVID is just one factor. It's one factor in the mix of all the things that our kids have to deal with and face. And we don't want to admit this list of ideas, this list of issues, this list of confusing messages for our kids today. So I made a list of them. I listed 40. I'm not going to go over all 40 of them with you, but I'm going to give you a sampling of what our kids have to deal with and why our kids are as confused as they are and mixed up as they are, distressed as they are, and self-defeating as they are. Our world is no longer simple. We're no longer are we live in a world that is one of reasonable number of choices. We now have multitude of issues that the kids have to deal with. So... What are they? What, what's our day like in the life of a kid? And he has to face issues that create unhappiness and distress and anxiety for him. Okay, let me go through a list here. I'll just tick them off for you. Critical race theory. Well, we used to call it critical class theory. That was Marxist. Marxist divided the world according to class. And you either were upper class or you had very little and nothing. So it was a class theory. The upper class ruled and prevailed and had the money. Well, today we've shifted that. We're talking to our kids now in schools throughout our country on what we call the critical racer. We divide our kids by race. Recently, 14,000 curricula were sent out to schools for schools to teach to the critical race theory. 14,000 schools were contacted and given a curriculum to teach critical race theory. That's going to revolutionize our world to get our kids to start thinking that you either are a one race or another race, and if you're one race, you're privileged, and you're another race, you're not. We've never had a country like that. That's Marxism at its best. Our kids have to face that. The issue of transitioning. Schools are pushing this among our young, young people, very young children, trying to get them to be transitioned. I don't know why schools are doing it. I don't know why it's so important that a principal or that a teacher get a girl to become a boy or a boy to become a girl. Why are they so concerned about that? That's not even education. That's not even education. That's an issue of parenting. But our kids have to face the questions of transitioning and they raise any statement that might imply 
the issue of transitioning. Boy, the teachers just grab a hold of that and get that kid in line with a transition mindset. That's tough on kids. They have to think that way. Let them talk. Let them explore. Let them think. Let them think things through. A child's sexuality always involves considering the opposite, considering the alternative. Uh, that's just part of developing one's own sexuality. What we're doing now, we're seizing it and saying, oh, you're a girl, oh, you're a boy, so let's get going on that. Kids are confused with that message. The issue of pronouns. You know, now the University of Christian, um, Christian University in Texas stopped the idea of calling the first class the freshman class. They now have to call it the first year class. No longer it's a freshman class. We can't call it by that particular noun or, or pronoun. So, and in school we have to call it they or you or something else, but you can't call it he or she or whatever. Pronouns have to go. And how does a kid learn and have now to relearn to no longer use pronouns and now have to use some other word to identify what they're doing? The LBJQT population is also a confusing message to these kids. Sexuality is very, very confusing to these kids. And we're making it worse by putting them in front of a population of people that have changed their sexual identity and advocate for a different lifestyle on a sexual basis. Why are we putting our kids into a sexualized world at age 11 or 8 or 12 or 15 or 16? That's for somebody who's 21 years of age or more to consider, not kids. The world of alcohol, down into the kids' world. Alcohol is consumed by kids 12 years of age and older on a pretty regular basis. Vaping. Vaping is, is now picked up by kids 14 years of age and older. Vaping is a way to start smoking cigarettes. It's always sold with the idea of getting off cigarettes, but it's, it's a way to get onto cigarettes as well. It's just part of the addiction lifestyle of our world. Bully behavior at school. Kids have to worry about that, being picked on and being targeted and being identified and then having conflict with somebody over how you look or how you dress or what you say or you know whatever it might be bully behavior is uh, rampant on our classroom in our classrooms and our, our playgrounds and our schoolyards it's going to get worse the whole takeover of our border is a problem for our kids how, how do they understand that how do they realize what's going on at the border that's a problem that kids have to understand the whole world of tattooism Tattoo says you don't like yourself. Tattoo says you're not good enough. Tattoo says that you're not looking good enough. You weren't born acceptable. So you have to now change your way of looking in some kind of way or and identify with a population of people that are different from you and that you're going to identify with. A confusing world for our kids. Do I get tattoos or do I not? Do I have to be different or do I have to be the same? The whole issue of abortion taking place in our world today. Thousand abortions a day are taking place in our world today. And our kids get a different message of life and the vitalness of life and the value of life when they follow this whole talk in the area of abortion. That's upsetting our kids and disturbing our kids and distressing our kids, confusing our kids. Life is not valued. Abortion says life is not valued. Abortion says life is... Uh, able to be cut off and it's expendable and yet we try to tell our kids they're very precious they're very important 
they're very necessary they're very important to us as a family and we turn around and we advocate for abortion what a mixed message our kids get kids going to school that are substandard what's the message our kids we say education is important and we send them to a school where kids aren't even learning to read not learning to have learn math by the time that they're in third or fourth or fifth grade schools are generally poor across america when you compare us to all the countries of the world we are way down the list in educational advancement and achievement we have poor schools and the communities that have options are the best communities to live in have public school option have private school option, have homeschool option, have charter school option, have all the various forms of education. That's what you want to present to your kid. Pick the option of school that is best for your kid. Don't just go to a public school because it's public and because it's free, because it may be a very poor school academically, and put your kid at risk. Don't do that. Talk about the national debt. That is another burden for kids to have to bear. Every child, every adult today, owes the American government, owes Mr. Biden, owes the public trough, thirty-five to $40,000. So if our debtors came to us, like China, and said, pay up, we got to go to every kid and say, give me $35,000. Got to go to every parent and give me, say, $35,000. That will help pay the debt that we owe. Our kids have to feel the burden of that. And it's going up. In the next five years, what is it going to be? That's a burden on our kids. We're putting our kids under great stress when we're telling them that they owe the government a certain sum of money and they're going to have to pay it off at some point through taxes. What about abuse, child abuse, molestation? That's been around for a long time, but it's still a problem with our kids and giving our kids a mixed message that they are important to us, but we overplay that, that we love them, but we overdo it. We take advantage of them. We take advantage of their weakness. That's not a good way to raise a child and to give a child freedom and safety and a feeling of success. What about the Black Lives Matter movement? We're telling the kids Black Lives Matter is an important organization, an important movement. It's important because they don't like cops and they are trying to kill cops. It's important because they don't want the American family to survive. It's important because they don't want the religion, faith, religious faith to survive. That's what Black Lives Matter is all about. And we're telling kids, get involved with Black Lives Matter. Be anti-family. Be anti-cop. Be anti-flag. Be anti-democracy. Be anti-government. Be anti-American. That's what you're telling your kids in the Black Lives Matter. It's a mixed message our kids are picking up. Be careful when you talk about that. The Antifa. That whole movement is picking on people who are successful in business. If you're successful, you're a target for anger and you're a target for abuse and rioting. We've had that in the streets. And then we got this whole issue of gaming. You know, playing on your computer. Hours and hours and hours and hours. And telling the kid that that's important, but playing outside, being creative, reading, working homework, developing problems and solving them, developing projects of your own, of creativity, of creativity those are out the window. We're telling kids, just keep yourself busy and play games on your computer. Pornography. Another issue that our kids have to face and deal with. Pornography starts at the third grade level. Kids start being exposed in the third grade level. The state of New York, there's a school in Upper New York that has now introduced pornography at grade three level. So they're calling it pornography literacy. 
So we're introducing our kids to pornography at grade three. That's what's happening in New York, and that will soon go across the country. You see, the woke culture. We're telling kids there's no absolute. There's no definite. There's, there's no North Star. There's no real truth. It's all relativism. It's what I think, and you do what I think, not what is the truth and not what is real. So you see, our kids today are in an enormous strain and having to deal with all these kind of issues. And I've only named some of them. You can name more. What does a parent do? Let me give you a couple points, parents. Number one, you need to be aware. If you're a parent, you need to be aware of all these issues that are going on and how they impact your child in your community, in your school, but particularly your, your child. Is your child exposed to these kinds of things? Is your child exploring these kind of things? Is your child being confused by these kinds of things that are going on? You need to be aware. You can't just assume that when you send a kid to school that he's getting a good education or that that's a good place for him to spend the day. You better find out what he's being exposed to and what he's thinking and what is being imposed upon him by his school teachers. Be aware, number one. Number two, you need to take action. Parents, you need to take action. You need to go to school board. You need to write letters to the editor. You need to talk to your kids. You need to speak up. You need to be proactive. You need to put your foot down. You need to advocate for the truth. You need to advocate for what is right. You need to go to bat for your kids. You need to protect your kids. You need to set boundaries for your kids. you got to take action. You can't just be passive as a parent and assume that what they are picking up at school is a good thing. What they're picking up in the community is a good thing. What they're picking up for their friends is a good thing. It's not. And here's number three. Teach respectfulness, will you? Teach respectfulness. Teach your kids to be respectful for people who have different points of view. But expect other people who have different points of view to be respectful to you and your kids as well. The whole idea of respectfulness is important. Be kind. Follow the golden rule. Do unto others as you would want them to do unto you. Preach that golden rule. Live that golden rule within your, your family. But teach respectfulness. Make sure that your kids are respectful, but they don't have to agree with. They don't have to buy into. They don't have to accept the points of view of anybody else. But they can respect the person. That's what you need to teach. I have this image. And with this, I'll close. We have this image. Remember in uh, Disneyland? And you got on the uh, boat and you went through this little river called the, the Small, Small World. Uh, and then the Small, Small World, as you go through this boat and sing songs and little things pop out at you and kind of meant to scare you or surprise you. Well, it's the same thing with Pirates of the Caribbean. You get in that little boat, you go through that little river and you go through the dark areas and all of a sudden something comes out which is really scary. That's exactly the world we live in today. Our kids are the pirates of the Caribbean. They're going through life and all of a sudden something comes up and scares them and surprises them and shocks them and depresses them and confuses them, upsets them. That's the world in which we live. Is your kid prepared for it? Are you preparing your kids for it? Are you living your life with your kids? Are you helping them live it together with you? So that's the world today. Parenting, it's a tough one. Kids living a tough life and they have a lot of people out there that are trying to get them off the track a lot of people out there trying to get them into alternative ways of life they're called teachers and principals and school boards and and so on they're trying to get their kids off the track and into a different world of living you need to stand up and prevent that 
and stop it in your community, in your home, and with your kid. Get your kid out of the public sector if you need to. Get your kid out of the public school if you need to. Make sure your kid is in a safe environment, but one in which he can thrive and learn and talk about things and not be afraid to say something and for being attacked if somebody doesn't like what he says. Anyway, nice to have you with me, and thanks for joining it. Bye for now. Thank mm -hmm. you.